Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave Podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. Dave, good to see you, my friend. Welcome to Live in Studio. It's good to have you down for the weekend. Another fantastic Live in the Studio Rant and Rave Podcast coming at you. Hey, we are recording this on May 28th in the year of our Lord, 2023. We hope you are all doing well wherever and whenever you are listening to this. But we've already had a beautiful uh, morning, Frank, right? Dude, it was incredible. Uh, you know, great morning to attend church, bring you along with the family. Uh, we have a fabulous local church here in the San Diego area we go to. And gosh, the pastor, as you know, you watch him on his YouTube channel, just so fantastic. What a great message this morning. And you know, Dave, he does an amazing job at connecting the lessons we need to learn from the Bible, but with practical things going on in our world today. And we're going to get into some of these things in the show today, but, you know, just all of a sudden, like out of nowhere in his sermon mentioning the Dodgers and their struggle now with the satanic worship groups and the trans community and Target and the grooming that's going on at Target and all these, but he mentions them in the context of what it means to live a good life, a righteous life, a God-fearing life, right. and and not to be worshiping the the devil, and not just inside church, because it's it's very easy to 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 praise the Lord and 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 be righteous in church. It's 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 inter interconnecting with the outside world. That's right. where it gets really tricky. No, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And I would I would I would be just for for a practical purpose, say to our our listeners and stuff. You know, it's one thing. You know, not be far be it for me to you know tell people what to do, but you know, you go to church, check a box, you leave, and you think you've done your duty for the week, but you really have to continue to live your lives as you do there, right? So if there are groups like Starbucks or Disney or Target or whatever that are doing things that go against your values and you just kind of bite your lip and go in there and give them money anyway, my advice would be don't. Just don't do it. There's plenty of places to buy underwear and socks. You don't need to go to the places that hate you and preach messages against you. Well, the whole Dodger thing, since we've, you know, uh, being from Los Angeles, the Dodger blue thing is is real. I mean, everyone it's a, yes. it's a, it's a tradition, a tradition that goes back literally a hundred years. Well, when did the Dodgers move here? Nineteen fifty six. It's been a while, yeah. and it's a tradition going to Chavez Ravine to see the Dodgers, and now they it's tarnished, just like the Disney brand. And the Anheuser-Busch brand, the brand is now ruined for probably for decades. No, for, I think forever. Basically, you know, it's amazing what the pastor said this morning, Dave, and you, you'll recall hearing this. You know, look, it takes 50, 60, 70 years, whatever, to build up a brand, a reputation. Uh, and in an instant, they've wrecked it. They wrecked the Dodger brand in one week by allowing – and this is not just some, like, little – you know, drag show event or whatever. Mm. This is like Satan worshiping trans this, people this is... bringing in that level of thinking into the Dodger arena, into Dodger Stadium, doing shows and the like. And I got to tell you, the coach is a devout Christian, so I'm pretty shocked. Mm. This is probably an owner's call in my in my in my guess but uh we'll see the fallout i mean if it's anything yeah. like netflix and disney and anheuser-busch and yeah let's see we'll right? see i mean yeah. they've had like 100 billion in market cap wiped off all those companies so we'll see what happens to the dodger organization well it's private so yeah well uh do your own re reflection on that so exactly. uh, uh hey a lot some breaking news yesterday breaking buddy news, Break, I, I, yeah. we, we love doing the podcast when we actually have some amazing breaking news to talk to you totally. about so um speaking of uh, dealing with the devil devil how was that for a segue um, hey, Kevin McCarthy and the GOP Congress has been going back and forth, back and forth on the debt, de uh, the debt deal. So they finally revealed, unveiled, if that's a better way to put it, the Fiscal Responsibility Act of 2023. And kind of 
they had a tentative agreement, then not, then they did. So as of last night, though, it is signed. Now, there's some good, and there's some bad, and there's some ugly in this <laughs> yeah. one, just like right. the movie. Right. Um, overall, my quick synopsis of it is it does put into place a lot of the things that we would like. Some, some budget cuts, some limits on this, some funding of the VA. Give us a few more details, Frank. Gosh, it's really, you know, there's, I'll publish this, Dave, on our social media site. So I just encourage everybody to go out to, you know, Getter, Gab, Mewe, Truth Social, whatever, Twitter to find this top 10 list. This is called the Fiscal Responsibility Act. Uh, look, in any deal, you know, both sides lose, right? Now, you like to say in a good deal, both sides win. Unfortunately, in this mm. deal, both sides lose. So, you know, like you said, Dave, there are some areas where Republicans win. There are some areas where Democrats win. You know, take one example, the 87,000 new IRS agents. Well, we're not funding them in 2023. Okay, but we're still funding 98% of those agents coming on board over the course of time. So, you know, I think huge loss there. Um, you know, on the plus side for us, we're stopping the out-of-control inflationary spending. We're reining in the climate change stuff. We're going back to last year's spending levels. Um, we're uh, reducing funding for the CDC and the WHO, which I think were big wins. Um, and we basically blocked all of Biden's $5 trillion new and proposed tax increases and government mandates and new federal programs. So I think there's a lot of good stuff in here. Right. It's not everything that the hardliners, Bannon and so forth on the, on the far right, you know, wanted. But look, in any deal, you have to give something. Um, this is probably as good as it was going to get. Yeah, uh, we already have a few no's out there. Bobert, the congresswoman from Co uh, Colorado, has already said no to this. So they still got to vote on it. Yeah. And, and there might be some more horse trading between now and Wednesday. Yeah. And, of course, there's still too much spending, which means leads to more inflation. So will this kind of be a Band-Aid until we get Trump back in office in 25 is yeah. the question, right? And the devil's really in the details, to be honest with you, because congressmen will read what I was just reading to you, Dave, these top 10 kind of summary headlines. That's all they're going to read oh, on their flights. If. That's all they're going to read on their flights back from their congressional districts on the plane on Tuesday, and then they have to vote on it on Wednesday. Do you think they're reading through a four thousand page <laughs> bill? Of course not. So, but that's where the details are. So even right. if it says, "Oh, we rein back spending and mm. slash this and slash that," well, you got to look at the the details and see if it really works that way. Uh, right, uh, and no one's going to, as you just noted, no, no one ever reads these things. No. Um, hey, the other uh, breaking news as of yesterday, and this just makes you want to just, uh, you know, upchuck. Sorry to put it that way. Um, hey, down there in Texas, which is supposedly a super red state, not so much lately. No. Uh, they've been bombarded with the uh, illegal alien invasion, which we've talked about over and over, which is happening. So yeah. it all, for a lot of these state issues, it comes down to who your uh, your DA is, who your uh, attorney is, your top lawmaker. So in Texas, it's a, it's a guy named Ken Paxton. Yeah. Uh, hopefully you guys are aware of him. He's, he's fantastic. He's super solid. Um, I think he actually has saved Abbott's bacon Mm. Uh, on more than one occasion. Huh. I don't even, the, the the current Democrat DA in Arizona is worthless because they stole that last election. So here he is, he's trying to do his job and the rhinos in Texas, forget the Dems, yeah. the rhinos go, hey, what the heck, let's go along with the Democrats who want to impeach Paxton. And they did. So by an overwhelming majority, Paxton has now been officially impeached yeah. and within the way Texas law is, he's immediately now off the job. Yeah. It still has to go through two-thirds of the Texas Senate there. That's right. And we'll see how that pans out. But th this is terrible, dude. No, it's horrendous. And, you know, just, just so folks understand, there's probably 
four or five people that are keeping our country afloat right now on the southern border as it relates to illegal immigration. And this guy is one of them. Um, We've lost California. We've lost Arizona. um, You know, New Mexico, that's been gone for a while. And Texas is really the only other border state. It's a big border state. It's most of the border. Um, this is but, a complete garbage calls here. They're just reading yeah. a couple of the There's 20 yeah. articles of impeachment, all garbage, allegations of bribery and abuse yeah. of public trust. Yeah. This is another, this is right out of the Trump playbook. Some, oh, he employed a woman that he had an affair with it, uh, years ago, back in 2015 in a felony yeah. securities fraud yeah, they're case. All Nonsense. Kinds of, they're throwing all kinds of, it's typical Democratic playbook. Yeah. They're throwing all kinds of crap against the wall and they're going to see what sticks. And probably one or two, three, three things may stick. Do I think the Senate's going to vote him out? No. I, th- I don't think they'll get a two-thirds majority in the Senate. I think that's the point at which um, uh, the governor, uh, Abbott, will step in and basically they'll corral uh, folks in the mm. Senate and say, you guys, you know, let them have their little, you know, have, have, let them have their little tea party in the, in the state house. This is not going to pass the Senate. I hope not. Uh, we need him on the job 100% of the time, um, certainly until Donald Trump gets back in office, because the next few years are, are ugly for Texas and Arizona, all the border states. Well, it's all, as you know, Dave, it's all part of the browning of America. The first state in the browning plan is Texas. So when you yeah. flood the zone with illegal people from all over the all over the world, it's, this is not mainly Mexicans, actually. It's people from all over the world that come through Mexico. But again, if you look at that chart that we published on our social, you follow their phone GPS pings, you can literally see the sea (laughs) of people moving through. And Texas has been browned out. I mean, it literally has been browned out. And that's their goal. Their goal is to brown out the country, change the voting dynamics permanently, and then legalize those 10 million people. It's 5 million now. It'll be 10 million by the time that Biden leaves office. That's 10 million new mules, voters, whatever, and that will change the voting dynamics forever. And by the way, all you millions of people, don't even you don't even have to bother filling out your ballot because we do the mail-in voting thing. <laughs> we'll corral them. This is called this is called ballot harvesting, by right, the way. Right. We'll take your 100,000 uh, ballots in whatever city you want to pick. We'll fill it out for you. Don't worry about it. Yeah, and yeah. that and that's how you turn elections. And they've done it and it's working for them unfortunately. It is. Um, Hey, this is a very strange thing. So there's a lot of layoffs going out there in Silicon Valley, dude. I don't know if you didn't hear them because the the, the slush money Mm -hmm. has finally been, uh, um, you know, run out. So a lot of the best known uh, lefty tech companies, uh, Meta, which is Facebook, Amazon, Google, Twitter. So, you know, they hired... Oh, we got we got to be down with the cause. We got to we got to for the we got to push the message, the DEI message. Yeah. Diversity, equity, inclusion. Hey, all of a sudden they figured, you know what? We're wasting millions of dollars on these people. They're worthless. <laughs> They're firing them left and right. This is hilarious. I I, I find this very amusing. Oh yeah. So they got this this whole pressure thing. So Meta is going to eliminate twenty one thousand jobs. Wow. And the majority of them are coming from their DEI department. Oh, that's funny. That they overhired these Overstaffed, people. Overstaffed, yeah. Yeah, let's give, uh, I'm going to even mention any fake names. Let's give blanky blank, uh, you know, 300 grand a year yeah. to push this, oh, we want to be inclusive nonsense that's great. that does zero for the company's bottom <laughs> line, right? That's great. So just funny. That is so funny, dude. Um, I'm over here on the Gateway Pundit. A couple of stories to tie together a point we were talking about at the top of the show. Um, about, you know, the far left, and it's really, the the far left radical extremists are really just tools of Satan doing his work. And let me give you two examples. So here's a tiny Christian college which has to go on the offensive as Biden forces try to force female students to share dorm rooms, even showers, with men. Okay, this is a small Christian college in the middle of America's heartland. 
um, uh, what's it called here? Let me just get the name of it here. Is it Oak? Vale? No, that's not it. I'll get the name of it in a second. Oh, it's in Point Lookout, Missouri. That's it. Okay. But anyway, so yeah, so again, this is this is the kind of stuff they want to do. Normalize the abnormal. Uh, you're not a boy, you're a girl. You're not a girl, you're a boy. You want to choose your sex, go ahead. You can be non-binary, non-gender. I can't figure out what I am. I'm in the middle somewhere. Okay, fine. That's all good. You're fine. Uh, no, you're not fine. You're screwed up in the head. Get some help and figure it out. You're a boy or a girl. And this is the inevitable result. And then you get the rapes and the murders and the killings and all the rest of it. And, you know, kind of on a quasi-related note, I'm sure you know this woman here, Dave, this woke Twilight actress of course, she has a non-binary child. I'm over in the Gateway Pundit again here. Non-binary child. She gets blasted after calling the Target boycotters terrorists. And she starts whining over the fact they're removing some of these products from the store. And by the way, these are products that teach children between the ages of 3 and 10 how to lead perverted alternative lifestyles. Right. I mean, it's not just – and first of all, you can't just have fun stuff in this topic. There's no fun mm -hmm. There's no fun way to describe two men having sex with each other to a four-year-old. That's just not appropriate. So she went off on, a, on the edge. She's And, of course, now she's put a big target, no pun intended, on her forehead – as it relates to um, you know the the media and the woke and her potential popularity and so forth, Dave, there's no I look. You try to think this through. There's no good ending on this topic for this side. We have we have the righteousness on our side, yeah. God on our side, boys and girls, men and women, normal regular behavior. Where does this sort of this meaning this stuff? Where does this end? There is no good ending for this people. They're this, they're going to die on this hill. The Democrats. Let them. And, and I think. Let them. You know, we have enough trouble pushing our message across because it always gets uh, uh, re resanitized in the wrong way by the mainstream media. But the Biden administration, corporate America, they are they are going to die on the sword of allowing men to behave and act like women. Uh, in either the locker room or in the sporting event world, um, this—that's a perfect example. Yep. Uh, tar so Target's going to go down. Here's another bit of uh, corporate insanity for you. So, out there in Georgia, now I'm going to say the name of this. I hope I get this place right because I'm not really into saying this. Lululemon. Lululemon, you got it. Popular women's brand, I guess. So here although, you are. Although Don Lamont at CNN pronounced it Lululemon. Oh, do not sure if you knew that. that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, hopefully he's shopping there again. Oh, he has now that he, a lot of free time. Well, now he's got yeah, because yeah. he's out of a job. Yeah. So here's a couple of workers. You feel sorry for these employees, retail workers, and the the what would you call it? the the rampant onslaught of thievery, thuggery, thievery, thievery. Yeah. And so this these two poor women, they're out there in Georgia at the Lululemon. <laughs> they watch a couple of people just stealing a bunch of stuff in Atlanta, and they try to stop them. Yeah. Sounds like the right thing to do. It sounds like the right thing to do. Uh-uh. No, uh -uh. Not, not in not, today's world. Not in the year 2023. No. They get, they're arrested. Of course. They were arrested. This is out there in Peachtree Corners. Uh, so they, they, call, they call in uh, the robbery. They try to stop this hooligan. <laughs> they are now arrested, and they have a now a criminal uh, a case coming up. Yeah. A yeah. criminal record. Yeah. They're like getting a what, job now. Dude, what, what, is this Babylon B? Maybe they get a job as a fact checker at Meta. 
What do you think about that? But Part then, of the DEI group. Well, the, sorry, they were laid they off. They just got I'm fired. Sorry. Yeah, so yeah, move sorry. on to the that next job. Yeah. You know, on a related crime note, up in your neck of the woods, Dave, in Los Angeles. Oh, here we go. I'm not sure if you heard about this. I got a couple more stories before you wrap. Crime-ridden Los Angeles reinstates controversial zero bail policy, claiming that bail infringes on the constitutional rights of criminals. There you go. Dude, this has been going back and forth with uh, uh, the Soros-funded DA Gascon. They tried to get him recalled. They couldn't because they, they fraudulent the election and oh, I'm probably gonna get off YouTube for saying that now they just realized oh. that's okay YouTube sucks eh, they can, they can suck on this they don't YouTube does nothing for me anyway um so the controversial zero bay policy that basically for folks at home what that means is basically if you are accused of murder or whatever assault and you don't have the money for bail it's unconstitutional to charge you money for bail uh, and so these people were let out in the streets and the court just ruled Los Angeles Superior County Superior Court judge preliminary injunction that it violates uh, defendants uh, and uh, criminals constitutional rights back to the uh, back to the zero bail policy. Uh, it's just unbelievable, Dave. I mean, I, you talk to yeah. cops on the street. I do all the time. These people get they, they get arrested. They get released. The recidivism rate, how often they redo these crimes is like 80%. They redo them again. By the time they finish the paperwork in the, in the police station, they're out again. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's two hours I, of paperwork. They're out back on the I, street. I feel safer already, dude. Um, hey, speaking of a criminal enterprise, uh, Black Lives Matter. Let's talk about this too, oh, yeah. real, real quick. So a uh, corrupt uh, organization that has done zero to help any black person out there, except for the top right. five or six people that actually run this thing. Right. They raked in over $76 million because of their, the, uh, you know, the, the fake uh, Floyd uh, verdict and all that nonsense. Right. Ah, they're getting shut down. They're bankrupt. Bankrupt. Gone. Yep. So the, the top leeches at the top, I forget all their names. Patrice, Patrice Coolars. Patrice Coolars, thank you. Yeah. Um, so they, they besides their $200,000 a year salary, they raked in millions. Yeah. Once again, none of this went to actually help any black business owners or a community. Right. They bought their million-dollar homes up in Topanga Canyon, yeah. and now they've gone bankrupt. Uh, and then my last one, dude. Yeah. New York City now has banned a height and weight discrimination. <laughs> I kid you not. So while they feed you all that junk food out there because right. they want you to be uh, dumb and uh, dumb and uh, out of shape and yeah. uh, unhealthy, so the big government can take care of you. So uh, Governor, Ad uh, sorry, Mayor Adams signed into law practice that you know what? It's called fat liberation. If you're going to completely ruin your body, you can no longer uh, be banned. If you want to, I don't know, get a job or go on a plane ride. So tough. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's the world in which we live in, Dave. Hey, folks, thank you so much for listening. Dave, great to see you Good live see in studio this weekend. It's been fabulous having you down here. Great attending church, going to see folks, seeing friends, hanging out with family. We hope you're all doing great at home also. Don't forget to check us out on your favorite podcast platform of choice. We are out there everywhere and on social media at Rant and Rave, 1776, on all the usual places. Get or Gap Me, We Truth Social, even Twitter. And Dave, we will see you down I-5 on the right side.